Hello and welcome to Santa Clara University's Jesuit School of Theology podcast. My name is Steve Padilla and I'm the host of our JST podcast. We're reaching you from the Loyola Room at JST overlooking the beautiful city of Berkeley in the San Francisco Bay Area. This week, I have the privilege of interviewing Father McGarry, Rector for JST. Father McGarry, welcome. Thank you. And thank you for your time. I know this week is very busy for you. Can you uh, let us know what's happening this week? Sure. We have um, 14 Jesuits, all of whom are third-year MDiv students here at JST. Uh, They are being ordained to the Transitional Diaconate on Saturday, October 22nd, at the Cathedral of Christ the Light here in Oakland by Bishop Michael Barber, the Jesuit, who is the bishop of this diocese. And uh, these men are coming toward the end of their formal education and formation in the society. Um, This uh, ordination to transitional diaconate is the final step before ordination to the priesthood. Most of them will be ordained to the priesthood this coming spring and summer. Oh, okay, great. So this is this is a little bit separate than their studies at JST, or is it connected? How does well, their work? studies at JST are directly connected to the education and the formation and the preparation that they've been doing, most of them for between eight and ten years, uh, preparing them for ordination to the priesthood. So their studies here are very much a part of that. Yeah. Great. Um, and you mentioned that on Saturday. Is that open to the public? Yes, it is. The Mass is at 10 o'clock in the morning um, at the Cathedral of Christ the Light, right in the heart of downtown Oakland. Okay, great. Uh, we'll be looking forward to that. Now, the reason why I bought you here is uh, the general congregation selected their new superior general, uh, Father Arturo Sosa Abascal of the Jesuit province of Venezuela. Um, and so what I want to talk about is what does that mean um, for the Society of Jesus moving forward? Well, anytime that we elect a new superior general in the Society of Jesus, it's an important event for us. It's a big deal because um, our superior general uh, is the person who unites us as the 18,000 Jesuits throughout the world. He's uh, kind of our, our general superior who who leads us uh, from our curia in Rome and directs and guides the mission of the society in all the places that it's carried out locally. Um, so having him as the 31st Superior General of the Society of Jesus. He's the 30th successor to St. Ignatius Loyola, the founder of our order. Um, so he, he, we're a hierarchical group. So he, the person at the top is important. And so this is a, a major, major event for us. And this is still a lifetime, uh, um, a lifetime placement, correct? Yes, our constitution stipulate that the Superior General, when he is elected, is elected for life. However, the last two superiors general have uh, asked the Pope's permission to uh, retire, resign, and then our general congregation has to accept that resignation, which they did when they first gathered in Rome a few weeks ago. They accepted the resignation of Father uh, Adolfo Nicolas, our previous superior general. Oh, okay. Um, now, they uh, actually we have we have a few representatives uh, from JST uh, over there as well. Yes. They spent the first two weeks uh, with the election, and mm-hmm. now they're still going to be there for the next four weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, what does that next four weeks entail, and and what would you like to see come out of that the meeting in the next four weeks? Sure. Well, prior to the election, they were talking about the state of the Society of Jesus throughout the world, and there is a written um, statement that is. Uh, uh, formulated and, and 
composed uh, in the months prior to the gathering in Rome that talks about how the Jesuits are doing in our various works throughout the world. So they used that as part of their discernment and prayer leading up to the election. Um, And now that we have the new superior general in place, they will continue to work together there in Rome, including Father Hung Pham of our faculty and our chancellor, Father Tim Kosicki. They will continue to work together to kind of plot the course for how the society is going to continue to serve the church in the next 10, 15, 20 years. I would say that our our core mission is uh, not going to change. We still uh, are very much involved with the promotion of faith and the the service of justice in the world through all of our ministries, our uh, higher education apostolates, universities, high schools, parishes, social ministry centers, all of those works we are going to continue to do. But the general congregation is an opportunity with the new general to kind of fine-tune how we carry out those works and what are the priorities and the needs, not only within our own religious order, but within the church itself. So as we look at the signs of the times and the needs of the church, especially the needs of the poor in the light of the gospel, um, how can we continue to do what we're doing and do it even more, uh, to do it even better in a way that addresses the most urgent needs of this of the day. Okay. Um, now, it, I think you touched base on it, but I, I'm going to get specific here. Um, what, if anything, does this mean to JST and how will this affect, mm-hmm. you know, faculty, staff, even students moving forward uh, at JST? Sure. Well, JST, of course, is... Um, a work of the Society of Jesus. Uh, this school was founded by the Jesuits and continues to be uh, staffed by Jesuits and non-Jesuits, men and women, religious and lay people working together for the good of this important mission that we are doing here, which is um, educating and preparing and forming uh, Jesuits and others, lay men and women, for ministry in the church. So um, what does our congregation have to do with that? Well, uh, because the core mission of the society is about the service of faith and the promotion of justice, uh, which is very much what we're about here at JST, the two are intimately linked. So I would say uh, that the general congregation in a more specific way might, whatever decrees, this next phase that they're about now is first of all to um, help the general staff his curia. So he will appoint certain Jesuits from around the world to key positions within his staff. And then they will, uh, the, the congregation participants, the delegates, will look at a variety of themes and topics within the Jesuit order, and they may issue some right and issue some decrees that then could impact um, the work of all of our apostolates, including JST. So we'll have to wait and see what comes out uh, from this next uh, period of time, the work that the congregation is doing. Okay, so in the four weeks, they they come up, uh, they come up with this, and, and and like you said, get more specific. Um, how long does it take, or is it immediate? Like once that's out, how long does it take to you know reach you know let's say you you know to move forward? Well, the if they do write and publish some decrees, uh, they will be promulgated to the Society of Jesus, and then Jesuits throughout the world will be encouraged to use them with their collaborators in the various works that we do. Uh, so it, it's pretty, uh, it would happen pretty quickly. The implementation of these kinds of things that come out in documents and decrees 
has to be implemented very much in a local level. So how it's implemented in a place like JST, the faculty and staff here in the administration would would be in conversation and dialogue about that. Oh, okay. Um, now, I also read that uh, you worked uh, with Father uh, Abascal uh, in the last general council. Can you tell me uh, a little bit about him from your point of view? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Father uh, Arturo Sosa Abascal uh, has been at several general congregations. He was at the 35th general congregation. He and I were both serving as provincials at that time. He was the provincial of Venezuela, and I was the provincial of California. So we were at the congregation together. Um, I met him. I met with him. I wouldn't say that I know him all that well, but I certainly know by reputation how well-respected he is among uh, the Jesuits and their collaborators in uh, Venezuela and throughout South America. Uh, But he certainly recognized and, and respected within the Jesuit order in general. He served as provincial of Venezuela. He was at the 33rd general congregation and the 35th general congregation. And at that 35th general congregation in 2008, the one that he and I attended together, um, he was appointed by our superior general, Adolfo Nicolás, at that time, to be one of the general assistants. So he was appointed to be an advisor to our superior general. He held that position for a couple of years while he continued his work in Venezuela. And then in 2014, Father Nicolás appointed him to be what is called the delegate of the Roman houses. So he basically was the the leader, the provincial, the major superior of our major works in Rome, the Gregorian University, uh, the Orientale, uh, the Biblicum. And those are very important works that serve the church in Rome, and Father Sosa was in charge of those. Wow. Um, and it actually brings me up uh, to, to my... Uh a follow-up question on that. It kind of seems like they were, um, you know, prepping him for this time. Mm-hmm. Um, is that the case? And and also, how how do you go about, you know, selecting, you know, people? Mm-hmm. Like, are there certain, you know, um, things that you have to do or, or, or levels that you have to be in order to be considered? Mm-hmm. Well, certainly someone who's going to be considered for election to the Office of Superior General uh, comes with a lot of lived experience, most likely in leadership, either of some of our apostolic works or what we call internal governance within the society. So Father Sosa served as a provincial, um, which is an internal governance position. But he comes with a lot of experience as a a scholar, an educator. Uh, He has a doctorate in political science or political philosophy. Um, He's an accomplished teacher. so, and he worked in the social ministries within the province of Venezuela, uh, working in social justice and working with the poor. So he brings a breadth of ministerial experience to the role of superior general. What we're looking for when we elect a new superior general each time is first and foremost, someone who is a man of prayer, who is close to God, who has a deep spiritual life so that um, he can lead the Society of Jesus and our works Uh, faithfully and well. And then from there, you know, he has to have good judgment. He has to have the ability to uh, take the long view um, and to make decisions and to deal with with issues and struggles and problems that come up. And he has to be a man of the church, dedicated to the service of the church. And Father Sosa is all of those things, and then some. Great. 
Uh, thank you for that information, and, and thank you for meeting with me. And, and I have to say, uh, it, it's been a, a privilege to uh, continue to work with you. Uh, you and Father O'Brien uh, conducted a, a great uh, lunchtime seminar, uh, you know, on Saint Ignatius and and how um, you know where we are today and, and how it started. And uh, the knowledge and the depth of knowledge that you and Father O'Brien have uh, is incredible. Uh, not only about that subject, but just you know about the Jesuits. Uh, overall. So I appreciate your time this week uh, for coming out. And uh, um, I hope we have a a great day on Saturday um, uh, for that. And once again, uh, what time and where is it at? The diaconate ordination is on Saturday, October 22nd, Cathedral of Christ the Light. 10 o'clock. Okay, we're going to get this podcast out early this week so we can get the word out and see if we can get uh, more people to join that. JST's podcast will be sent out weekly on Thursdays. Be sure to also follow us on Twitter at JSTSCU, Instagram also JSTSCU, and Facebook at the Jesuit School of Theology of Santa Clara. You can also visit us on the web at scu.edu backslash JST. That scu.edu backslash JST. If you would like further information on JST or the content of this podcast, email me at sjpadilla at scu.edu. That's s-j-p-a-d-i-l-l-a at scu.edu. Or contact me at 1-800-824-0122. That's 1-800-824-0122. Thank you for listening to JST's podcast, where we are living theology and transforming our world.